from Alaska Public Media, this is State of Art. Welcome to the weekend and to State of Art, your weekly dose of Anchorage Arts and Culture. I'm Ammon Swenson. Coming up, we'll hear how a group is working to make Alaska music easier to find and access by compiling playlists of homegrown artists. It's called the Alaska Playlist Project, and I'm joined by Juno-based singer-songwriter Marion Call to find out more. I'm with an organization called Akimi, the Alaska Independent Musicians Initiative, but we're starting a new project called Music Alaska, which is a project about elevating Alaska music on the statewide scene and on the global scene. We want Alaskans to be listening to Alaska music, and we want Alaska musicians to have an easier time making music and being heard. Yeah. So, I mean, from your perspective as, you know, a working musician, can you kind of give me some context about, you know, what the grind of a working musician is like or what that experience has been like for you and maybe how kind of you know, some of this uh, broader help or bringing in other musicians could be beneficial to, you know, working musicians like yourself. Being a working musician is a huge hustle and it's also a great life. It does involve a lot of music making, yes, sitting around playing instruments, recording, playing shows, but there's also just a tremendous amount of kind of administrative work and, you know, futzing around on Facebook and working with online platforms like CD Baby that collect your royalties for you. You know, there's a lot of kind of grind work to it. And in Alaska, all of this is complicated by the fact that it's a lot harder for most of us to tour than it is for folks in the lower 48. In the lower 48, a normal part of being a working musician might be to hop in your van on the weekend and go play three cities and then come back home, right? Uh, In Alaska, some folks can do that, but a lot of us can't, (laughs) either because the geography is too much of an obstacle or the money is too much of an obstacle, or just because the populations in the cities we can reach are small enough that it's hard to earn that much money at shows. So yeah, we have some unique challenges in Alaska that make being a working musician a little bit more different here than it is in the rest of the country. I see that as a potential advantage if we can understand our own music ecosystem better and work together because it's kind of too small of a state for us to really compete with each other. None of us sound exactly the same. None of us is really making exactly the same music. And if we get our heads together, I think that we can make the scene better for everyone. Yeah. So tell me about the Alaska Playlist Project. So what is it exactly? Akimi and Music Alaska have been spending a lot of time listening and learning from other music organizations around the world. Some of them are close, like Music Portland or King County Creative or the Texas Music Office. Some are far off. We've got friends at Music Iceland and Music Norway. We're making friends with folks in the Faroe Islands and Greenland who work on music there. And we've been sharing information about how you get a community excited about its own music, right? And the Playlist Project, the Alaska Playlist Project, is where we decided to start. Because Spotify and other platforms where people listen to music don't make it easy to search by geographic region, right? You can't just log on and search for Alaska music. All you're going to find is a bunch of bands from Europe that have named themselves Alaska because they think it sounds cool. And that's really irritating. (laughs) So we decided we wanted to make it really easy to listen to Alaskan artists. And that started by building playlists. We have built playlists in a bunch of different genres that are all Alaskan artists. We've built playlists on different regions. We have a Fairbanks playlist and a Juno playlist and an Anchorage playlist. We're working on a Kenai Peninsula playlist right now. We're working on a Southeast Alaska playlist. 
And that's exciting to me because the artists here are such high quality. Like you can throw these playlists on in the background and listen to them, you know, during a dinner party or while you're working out or while you're anything. And they're every bit as good as anything being made out of state. In fact, I think they're better. I'm just really proud of the work being done here. And it's just so much easier to listen to Alaska music when it's been thrown on a playlist for you. I used to DJ at KTOO uh, as a volunteer DJ down here in Juneau. And sometimes I would decide, I want to play two hours of Alaska music for my show tonight. And the first hour would be easy, right? Because I would program kind of my friends and people I knew. But after that, I would start running out of artists and have to do research. And it could be hours and hours of research to find people who are not only, okay, they're in Alaska, they're making music, here's their record. Now I got to find the song on the record. I got to make sure all the lyrics can be played on the radio. That was many, many hours of work. And we are kind of taking those hours of work that many different people have done and consolidating them into something you can simply summon by looking up Music Alaska on Spotify. That's one word, Music Alaska. And then you can just hit play on any of the playlists. We're releasing new playlists every month and we are continuing to build the old playlists. So the playlists that exist, most of them are going to get longer. We want them to be two, three, four hours long and keep changing and keep growing. And we're soliciting ideas for new playlists, too. Yeah. And it sounds like, you know, if people want to get involved or submit stuff, uh, they can do that as well. Can you kind of talk about that a little bit? I know that music gets clicky in Alaska, especially regionally, and people don't always know what's happening in other pieces of the music scene or in other parts of the state. So we have a website, alaskaplaylistproject.com, with a big old submit button. We are looking for submissions, and we already have about 40. I've been trying to answer all of them in detail. But we are taking those submissions and adding new artists to the playlist. Some of my favorite people on the playlist are folks that are brand new to me that I found through submissions. So I'm really excited about that. I'm hoping we get lots more submissions for new and old artists. Yeah. And, you know, you kind of talked about some of the benefits being, you know, kind of building this ecosystem, you know, making Alaska music easier to find, uh, you know, like you said, outside of just bands named Alaska or whatever. But like from your perspective as a musician, what would be, um, you know, some of the other benefits of, you know, putting some of these playlists together? There's a few benefits to making these playlists. One is it's just good listening. I love it. Another is that in other places that have focused on building their music ecosystem and strengthening it, one of the steps to that is giving people a pride in listening local and a pride in lifting up their local artists and saying, these folks are the people I want to be listening to on a regular basis. One thing that does is make it easier to find new bands that you actually want to go out and hear when they're playing near you. Um, Another part of that is that we train the algorithm to start suggesting Alaskan bands together, right? Like when Quinn Christofferson gets played on someone's Spotify, I want another Alaskan band to pop up next, right? I want to see that happen. And that will happen if we decide to make the algorithm work for us instead of just exploit us. So training software, (laughs) training these AI processes to see that our Alaskan bands belong together and that everyone can kind of be lifted up together is going to mean that uh, everyone gets more streams, everyone gets suggested more often. 
The last part of our vision is that eventually when tourists arrive in town, they're going to be hearing Alaska music on the buses that take them to the glacier. They're going to be hearing Alaska music in gift shops. They're going to be hearing Alaska music all over the place. Just like when you visit a place like Iceland, they prioritize surrounding you with their local art and culture. And for them, that includes music. For us, we have a very strong made in Alaska visual brand, right? It's, it's important to Alaskans that artwork made here be prioritized over stuff made kind of outside. And we want to see that same pride extended to music so that when people land in Alaska, they're hearing Alaska music on the tour buses and in the gift shops. And even locally that we take pride in having an Alaska playlist on at the restaurant while we have dinner, right? That's going to happen after we make it easy for businesses to access those playlists. So that's one of the things we're trying to do. Yeah, totally. And I mean, are there? do you have other kind of concrete plans or stuff in the works to share and utilize these playlists? Yeah. We develop these playlists together with people who work in public radio. And in Alaska, public and local radio are really still important cultural hubs, especially for musicians. So Lauren Dixon at KNBA and Shelley Delaney down here at KTOO helped us figure out how to make these playlists easy for community DJs to work with as a starting point. So we're sharing these playlists with community DJs who play music all over Alaska so that when they're doing their show, whatever their show is, if it's hip hop or if it's women artists of the world or if it's uh, you know jazz, that they can use the playlist as a resource to throw some Alaskans in to their program on a regular basis instead of just folks from outside. So that's one of the first places where we want to connect with the kind of music listening structure of the state. One of the next is to connect with the tourism industry. So we've been partners with Visit Anchorage and Visit Juno, and the Alaska Travel Industry Association Conference is something that we've prioritized attending to start making it possible for tourism industries to begin thinking of Alaska music as a priority, both live shows and, you know, paying live artists to be in tourism spaces, and now hopefully adding Alaskan background music that they know is appropriate for their venue or their their tour, whatever that is, whether it's hella skiing and they want some like, you know, upbeat metal and hardcore, or if it's, you know, spa day, and they want something ambient and relaxing. We want them to be able to find something that is in fact local, that is going to work for their business, because it's part of the experience of being here. We want to make that an easy part of the Alaskan experience to share. So a recent study was done on music and policy, looking at three cities, including Juno. You know, what was that study? And what can you tell me about the results? That was a really cool process to be a part of. Juno was selected to be part of a comparative three-city study by the Center for Music Ecosystems. That's a nonprofit that studies music in its natural environment. It used to be the Center for Music Economy, but they've transitioned to the Center for Music Ecosystems. I really like that because a lot of important music that happens in our community is not connected to money, but it's still very important. So they did a policy survey and kind of a, a cultural resources survey of Juno and of Nuuk, the capital of Greenland and of Torshan, capital of the Faroe Islands. They're kind of similar in size. They're all a little bit remote from the rest of the world. And they uh, are also all important uh, populations with local indigenous languages and local indigenous culture 
resurgent and on the rise. It was a really exciting study to do. I interviewed a lot of local music leaders, folks that everybody in town knows have been active in the music ecosystem for a long time. We kind of talked big picture, which people don't usually have time to do, not just about their job, like running all the sound for every live event in town or coordinating music education projects, but we talked big picture about the Juno scene and what we need and what we're good at and what are our strengths, what we wish we could have here, how we could build it. That was a really productive conversation to start. The study is on the dry side. It's very long, but let me tell you, I loved reading it. I'm kind of nerdy about this stuff. It had a lot of recommendations for us that were very specific. Some were policy related, but a lot are things that we could simply just do right now. One of the most important is building the all ages music ecosystem out so that we have places for young people to play that are not in the bars so that we can build that bridge between, you know, being 12 and getting to the point of being able to start playing an instrument in public to being 21. And I am excited to start that work. It's kind of handy to have this official looking study that can be presented to the assembly that can be presented to like our local economic development minds and say, look, this study identifies these gaps in the music ecosystem. And if we kind of build these missing ladder rungs, then it's going to help develop the scene for all of us. That does include economic development, but it's not only about economic development. It's also just about our strength as a community. That was my conversation with Marion Call, Juno-based musician and part of the Alaska Independent Musician Initiative. She was telling us about the Alaska Playlist Project, an effort to make Alaska music easier to find and access. And that's all the time we have for you today. For links and more content, you can head to the State of Art page on alaskapublic.org. I'm Ammon Swenson. Thanks for listening. State of Art is a production of Alaska Public Media, which is solely responsible for its content. The views expressed are those of the hosts and participants and do not reflect KSKA or its underwriters. Theme music is Spring Breakup by Termination Dust. Get in touch with the host by sending an email to soa at alaskapublic.org.